0: Welcome to a Myths and Men Podcast, recorded live in Atlanta, Georgia. On this show you enjoy candid conversations for men, by men, about men's issues with an amazing twist. By exploring the arts, music, games, and film, our aim is to help men better understand themselves and navigate through life's daily challenges in order to become happier and more successful. I'm your co-host, John Parker. And I'm your co-host, Dr. Daniel P. David. And this is of Myths and Men. Hello, everybody. It is too late to turn away. You're stuck, and you must continue to listen. This is of Myths and Men podcast. I'm John Parker. And I'm Dr. Daniel David, and don't go away.
1: <laughs> I was like, do you think that was compelling enough? That I, that... I was like, okay, are they running away already? <laughs> no. I hope not. I was just encouraging them to, right. to stay tuned. Right. Stay Sorry. Stay tuned. We have a good show for you today. Dude. Lots for, you, for both of us to talk about and Hopefully, this will really help someone out there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So
0: we are continuing our, I was going to say journey into the hero's journey. I I hate to be so redundant, but we're going to continue our trek, our trip, our adventure. Adventure. Into yes. the hero's journey. Uh, with this next part here, we're going to review a little bit about uh, what we talked about last time to test allies and enemies. We'll talk about that just very, very, very briefly. Right. Then we'll enter into a segment called
1: Approach the Cave of Darkness and Despair. And this is kind of, although it's probably the cave of darkness and despair, mm-hmm. sounds like pretty dark stuff. It does. Uh, this is probably one of my favorite parts mm-hmm. of the journey. And... Because it's about transformation, and okay. I think that when men are going to listen to this today, our, our show, hopefully they're going to get some idea of where they where they may have to go through some trans, transformation period yeah. in their lives. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm
0: hoping if you haven't already, you'll be prepared when it actually comes uh, because transformation is a very important part of life. You can't yes. stay the same. You yes. can't do the same thing yes. over and over again. All right, and then we'll end off on talking about confronting the shadow and doing some shadow work. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to use Gandalf the Grey, who becomes Gandalf the White, and we're going to talk a little bit about Luke Skywalker to kind of aid us in our audio-visual accompaniment.
1: Now I know our listeners aren't here actually in person mm. watching us. True. But did you notice what's in the
0: room? I see. I see. There's there's a a figurine of Gandalf
1: the Grey. Yes, I brought my Gandalf the Grey, and and it lights up too. It's I like see. pretty nice. Huh. I mean um his his staff uh lights up he's got uh, some
0: power here is it bright enough to be like a night light is it like a, a guardian light that'll well i don't want to turn out the lights right now <laughs> <laughs> that <would laughs> That'd probably, be a little scary <laughs> that would be the best thing <laughs> right. never to happen <laughs> right. is to keep those lights on but You're at least be. gandalf looks pretty badass right now yeah, he, does. Yes, he, he does he and does look he looks like, like a warrior a, don't mess with me right right it's funny so you know in um some cultures the way he has his hand gripped around his waist Look like he could be reaching for a pistol or something. Where I come from, maybe he'd be grabbing his crotch and saying, I dare you. I wish you would. Right. Test um, me.
1: I think he's gone through his manhood stage. Okay. All I mean. right. <laughs> there's, there's no need for him to grab his crotch. Right, right. He's
0: already proven that he's the man in these streets. Right. All right. So let's jump on into this episode without any further ado. Uh, we're going to talk about, briefly, briefly, test allies, and enemies before we jump into approaching the cave and so on.
1: Right. Briefly. So we're on this hero's journey. Mm-hmm. And we're going through uh, a quest in order to really understand ourselves as men individually. We're separating from our families. We're separating for our identities from others. And we're really learning uh, what life is all about and who we are on the inside out. So this is really important. And we talked about the mentor. And, and so we, a lot of men may need mentors, right? So after we get the mentor, then we start with the tests and we're trying to find, we're going, we're going through, we're going to go through tests. Right. I, I think that the important part about the hero's journey is that if we don't have tests, how do we know who we really are on the inside? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So this is so important for men to really understand. So I hope today that the listeners will actually get something from our talk today, because we may feel as though the world is against us. We may have a hard time, you know, life is hard. And we may feel as though it really doesn't matter, nothing really matters, and get really into some despair and, and, and depression. So if we just understand that testing isn't about uh, being inadequate, it's not about uh, being a failure, it's about character. It's about developing our character as men and really understanding who we are on the inside. Because tests really bring out what's on the inside. And so if we got some struggle, I know a lot of men uh, call us because of anger management. Right. Um, they have, or, or sometimes they get into serious domestic violence. Uh, they may get into um, uh, trouble in the streets. And what, what is really coming out of us is, is, is a sign of what's in us, right? So, yeah. so, you know, I think it's so important for men to understand that when we're on this journey to really heal and, and face ourselves, we got to do that work. And it isn't necessarily a good thing that we're getting into all this trouble or we're having all this, all these problems. But if we turned, reframed it and looked at ourselves a little differently, we could actually understand that, hey, I got some character change that has to happen. I need to really get in touch with why I, I feel this way. What are my hurts? What are my wounds? And, and then have this transformation. So this is the testing part. All right. And and so in our next stage here is the the uh, approaching of the innermost cave, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, right before we jump into that, I was going to say,
0: I have to often remind guys that I see that you can't avoid tests, like escapism, the video games, or whatever it right. becomes, man. You cannot avoid these tests. Like, when you run from these tests, one, like you said, your character doesn't get developed. Mm-hmm. And it's a telltale sign of who you are and where you're going and the problems that you have when you're avoiding when you're running when you're escaping it doesn't help you benefit it doesn't benefit you in the long run and trying to convince guys is very it's very hard it's almost like saying like hey don't be afraid to have a relationship because you're afraid of the breakup like if that happens it happens but you should allow that to kind of develop who you are prepare you for the next relationship or it may convince you not to get into any other ones but the idea is you can't run from that for the for the fear of what could happen or not wanting to feel those pains and not wanting to go through the trials and tribulations of things
1: right I, I often talk to guys who are afraid they they get into avoiding problems mm. maybe because of the fear of failure mm. maybe because they don't want to they, they, they don't want to be uh, seen as a failure so they'll avoid problems and they'll avoid tests they see tests as something uh, uh, that's uh, problematic or, or wrong and I just have to really encourage guys to understand that testing doesn't doesn't have any impact on my self-worth. Right. You know. Right. Just because I'm having a test in my life doesn't mean I'm inadequate or I'm not good enough. As a matter of fact, testing is a way to shape shape our character. And if we take take on testing as a part of growth and we understand that it makes us more of a man when we face ourselves, rather than run away then i think this this is something we can welcome every everything in life can be a test and yet a lot of men especially the younger men that we we deal with here will go into avoidance and they'll they'll do the gaming all day and they they won't really face uh, the schoolwork or the you know the college work that they have to do, or they they won't really face uh, going out and getting the career that they're really meant to have. So yeah. yes, this is a really important part of our development.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, let's go jump in that cave. Is that? Is that? That sounded. <laughs> well, I wouldn't uh, recommend anyone jump into a cave. All right. Well, that's good. Okay. That's you good. know, I had some a uh, high school flashback. I felt that was really a juvenile comment for me to make about jumping into a cave. But oh, uh, that's all right. That has other references okay. that we won't go into today. Okay. All right. So, talk to me. Let's walk through this approach in the cave of a uh, darkness and despair.
1: Well, the hero must make preparations to approach the innermost cave, right? Mm-hmm. And it this leads to the heart or the. Or the central uh, ordeal of our transformation, the hero can face his greatest enemy uh, through in, the inward journey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the supreme danger th- that's lurking deep inside us. You know, it's like, okay, I I don't know that too many guys really want to face themselves. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big struggle for a lot of guys. Uh, sometimes situations force us to face ourselves. And that's not always a good thing. You know, um, we get a DUI, a Mm. guy gets a DUI. I've talked to a lot of guys where they're having to face, Hey, am I really an alcoholic Mm. or family members uh, realize that I'm stuck in my room and I'm not coming out. And, you know, I got parents calling or wives calling. Uh, so this is something that has to happen. Um, Facing ourselves is really the most difficult part of life, and as we get the as the hero comes into the cave, so we're kind of developing our hero character, right? Which is that we're having this um, uh, uh, quest to find our authentic self, right? Mm -hmm. So we we have to go into this part of our lives and be honest and truthful with ourselves right and this is the hard part
0: yeah and I was that's what exactly you beat me to the punch. where I was going is like the the issue that I, I run into is that people when faced with the idea of having to actually look at themselves in a mirror hold the mirror up to themselves really attest and account for who they are what they've been going through I actually had a, a gentleman recently I told him you know he was his first session I said man listen Appreciate you being here and I understand that, you know, you may be under some pressure by your family to be here. But if you're not really willing to do the work, if you're not willing to be introspective, if you're not willing to potentially see you for who you are and deal with the ugliness thereof, there's only so much we can do. Mm -hmm. Um, And just in preparation, like, hey, I want you to keep coming and I'm not trying to scare you off, but I want you to understand the reality of the real work that has to be done. And if you're not willing to face these things and to be honest about these things and really dig deep and be vulnerable, it's only so much we can do you know and it's probably not much at all that we can do
1: right and you you've seen it i've seen it where guys come in and they'll do problem solving Mm. so they'll initially want to solve the problem that brought them into therapy and you know for our male brain we think well i got to fix the problem and i've seen guys get fix the problem but never really have change
0: wow that's big okay so they
1: approach the cave they really approach the cave And then what happens is that they turn away and say, well, I've done my work. I don't really want to go into the cave. But out of that cave comes all all of our our stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, all of the crap that we have on the inside that we haven't worked through. So I see guys, they'll they'll come all the way up to that cave, look at the cave and say, (laughs) wow, that's a nice cave. I don't want to go down that path, right? right, right, And they'll turn around. Mm -hmm. And as we said before, once you start this work, and you know the cave is there. Yeah. You're going to be faced with that cave for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. So,
0: would you look at that cave? Right. <laughs> That's a <laughs> I think I'll dress it up and make right. it look nice, right, you know. Right. Uh,
1: <laughs> you know, and that's the true version of the man cave. Right, okay. right, right, right. Okay. It'll become a man cave, uh, okay. a place to play and avoid and
0: not really do what you're supposed to do. Right. right. So,
1: you know, so they'll 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 quit prematurely mm. and never go through the transformation. Wow. And this is the tough stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: And we'll well, what's we'll we're gonna in a little bit we're gonna tie in Luke Skywalker and his adventure into the cave. But that's I mean that's spot on. Right. That's very spot on. Right. Yeah.
1: So, so first of all, we're approaching the cave. We know that the cave is there. We have to realize that we have to go into the cave, and this is where we can use the the whole scene where uh, the in the Lord of the Rings, where Gandalf is leading them into Mordor, right. which is the, which is where the mines were. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. and so this is the inward journey into Middle Earth, and so Gandalf is leading them in, and they find out. Uh, once again, inside that, you know, it's basically uh, a tomb mm. where all of the uh, dwarves had died, been killed off, right? Um, and these are all Gimli's kin, so uh, it's a it's a tragedy. There's a lot of death, and and I think that's sim- symbolic of right. a lot of um, yes. the, the the things that we've done in our lives that we've been ashamed of, and the, and the hurts that we you know we hurt people in our lives and we hurt ourselves. So this whole journey inward is where we have to see and and look at our stuff and say okay I did that mm-hmm. or you know that's a part of me and I got to work on that mm-hmm. so um they're descending into mordor
0: mm. it's a great scene and where you can kind of actually see like yeah, you know, it's one thing to talk about it right and it's one thing to kind of process through it but but watching this and seeing the descent Right. Seeing everybody has to face their fears, really owning what's going on in the situation is like us, man. We have to own Mm -hmm. it's like you said, the cave approaching it, dressing it up. That's one thing. But once you get in there and really take responsibility for the hurts, for the pains, what you have done, the place you've put yourself in and not pass it off as uh, blaming everybody else or uh, making it someone else's fault. But really taking
1: responsibility is it's a big step. It's a brave step. It is. It is. And, you know, we've talked about this, that not every boy grows up to be a man. Mm And really, the cave is is the place where boys become men. Mm. It is where we have to really face ourselves. So this whole imagery of going into the into Mordor into middle Earth is significant. you know we have um, Aragon, we have um, Frodo and 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 we have the whole crowd there, right And so uh, it's important to understand that we can have friends around us and we can have people that really do care about us. We you know our mentors can go, to some extent, into the cave with us. Mm-hmm. This is what uh, Gandalf did with Frodo mm-hmm. and and Aragon because I think he was mentoring both of them in many ways. So uh, it's important to get those allies mm-hmm. and find out who who can be supportive of us during this time. And I recommend that no one does this on the on their own. Yep, exactly, I think, exactly I, what I was about to
0: say when you mentioned that. like having that helping hand, that assistance, that light that Gandalf is providing us right, right now in studio. Uh-huh. But having that so that it's not a stumbling, a fumbling, it's an actual work that's being done and you're moving towards a goal.
1: Right. I really think that um, the ordeal is central and essential to our journey. It's the magical part of the journey. And if we think of it as in the magical sense of myth and 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 mythology and, and male psychology, you know, this is the time where in the magical, uh, part of us, it's, it's, what is reality? You know, the question is, who am I really, mm-hmm. who am I really underneath it all? Mm-hmm. And, um, how, you know, where's my power? What have I lost in myself? What am I in denial of? Where have I disconnected? You know, we talked about this a couple of shows ago about men living in a trance. Right. They they you know, they did everything that they were told to do and the more they did that, the more detached they became from their their inner self. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to really understand that. And I think those
0: questions, like if you're if you're listening, just being able to process those questions for yourself. You know, hopefully if you're in the Atlanta area you can come in and see us and we can kinda walk with you through these things but these are important questions to ask yourself especially who am i you know it's one thing to kind of glaze over that and maybe repeat your last name and your lineage but whatever but when you're really looking on the inside and really digesting who you are and what you're about and the the places you see yourself going like those interpersonal questions are really really important not to be glanced over you know when you said it it's like you can hear that stuff and you hear it all the time you know you're looking in the mirror 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 on the wall you know and just kind of really glancing over but these are really 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 life-changing potentially a uh, cave experience having questions but if you if you don't take the time to really process through these things again hopefully it would help it's you're going to miss it you're going to miss the importance of these these conversations and having this time
1: yeah you know when we talk about men especially in this cave period because often what we get are the men just approaching the cave mm-hmm. when they come into our offices here and they know that they got something going on. They don't know what, what is, you know, they may ask me, I don't understand why I do these things. Mm. I don't understand why I'm so angry. I don't understand why I feel depressed. Mm. I don't understand my anxiety. What can I do about it? I don't understand the relationships that I have, you know, some are so toxic and, mm. and where I don't have relationships or the ones that I want. So these are some of the key questions that men, that draw men into this, you know, into this path, right? And you know, I, I look at some of the things that we deal with here. We deal with depression and anxiety, low self-esteem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we got all kinds of addictions going on, uh, and we're we're really trying to find out, like, okay, am I am I is am I doing this? Mm,
0: right. Or is right, the right. world doing it to me? Right. Yeah. 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 Victim. It, woe was me. Right. Versus, you have a very uh, integral role into this situation.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So the idea here is that we have to acknowledge that. The work can be done with mentors and, you know, or uh, if if we're really going to want to do this work in a significant way, I think it's important to come into therapy and to work on ourselves. Um, But if we're going to do this work, we're going to have to face reality. So those questions
0: are really important. Yeah. And and it's funny too, not funny, but it's serious in the sense that without having the proper guidance without having a mentor without having a therapist these things can push you to the brink of failure these they can push you to your breaking point you know you may have decided okay I'm into this cave then you start really digging deep when you're really getting faced with these things like all right well that's it and I'm I'm going to leave the cave you know what I yeah. mean but it's okay to have those feelings it's okay to be nervous and scared and anxious but it's not okay to run away it's not it's not okay to 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 duck out of there it's not okay to leave that cave just because you're you're afraid of dealing with, or not even afraid that you, that you are in fear of what you have to face and you don't want to recognize and deal with what you have to do.
1: So let's look at this. There are three basic steps that I want to look at right now and just say, you know, when men come into their their own cave experience, they're looking at the central questions of life. Like, who am I? What's my life really about? Who am I really on the inside? And it, and this is a, the sort of the the line between life and death here it's like when i when i want to think about my life and where i think about when others think about my life have i lived my life with purpose and meaning it's it's essential to ask these questions am i just wasting my time am i wasting my life or am i really living out my purpose and my full potential and am i really adding and contributing to not only my well-being but The well-being of others you know that I really love so Mm -hmm. this is these are some real central uh, questions that we have to start asking and then we got to face our our greatest fear and usually the the greatest fear comes with the fear of not living up to our Mm -hmm. full potential yeah yeah the problem that a lot of men have is they they know deep down that they want to live but they're afraid of living Mm. Wow you know they don't want to take the risk yeah um, they don't want to uh, put themselves out there. They play it too safe. They stay in the shire, mm. and that's that's problematic um,
0: on on many levels. Is because we as, as we've talked about before, when you don't live up, when you don't live your life, it's so much that comes from that. And we've said it over and over again: the depression, the anger, the bitterness, all of those things happen. But for some reason. The culture that we have will teach you to or tell you to live your life, right? Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Nobody can hold you back. You're your own worst enemy. But society, sometimes, school, oftentimes, people, friends, family, don't really know how to prepare us for actually living life. You know what I mean? Dads, this is where they come in. Uncles, hopefully, you know, whatever, you know, circle of elephants you have around you should be able to help propel you in that direction but oftentimes for the guys that we see for the most part they didn't they didn't have that piece and that piece was missing to have a mentor not even a mentor but just have like that launching pad you know what i mean it's it's not as deep as the mentor but it's an important step if you follow me like being able to we can tell guys all day long, you need to go live, you need to do this, you need to do that. But if they don't have the tools and if they don't know how and if they don't have the confidence, it's it's almost impossible. Like they're they're stuck in a catch-22, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is
1: really we're talking about the initiation of men. Mm-hmm. This is the, the, the transformation from my identity as a boy, a young man, and – my identity as as a mature adult male. You know, um, earning my way through life and taking responsibility for my actions and my words and living with integrity is not an easy thing to do, mm-hmm. yeah. especially when we still have that boy psychology where we're still um, very immature on the inside and we haven't grown up. And avoiding the cave will keep us in that boy psychology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It won't allow us to grow up. So another aspect of this whole uh, uh, and the third stage that we're going to, we're talking about here is really facing this difficult challenge, which ultimately leads to the death of an old identity. Mm, wow. Because there's a death and rebirth that happens in the hero's journey that has to happen. If we're going to actually live with our power, we're going to live in a healthy, mature way, and we're going to take care of our business. Right. Mm, mm-hmm. So, um, And, and, you know, the shadow part is is part of ourselves that, you know, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a a bit. But it is shedding of the identity, the the old wounds and the hurts, and then taking on this new identity of a grown, mature man.
0: Mm. Ah, Yeah, it's it's. And we're gonna jump in. I'm, I, I keep getting wild and astonished in my mind. I think you know a lot of thoughts that I have. I think are amazing, and I have to say them all, but I don't. But <laughs> it's just one of those things where, like, this is such a a a part of the journey that we can't um, highlight enough. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yes, it yes. We, you can spend hours and days and years, and there's books and there's books and there's books written about this stuff. But like, guys, if you're listening, we're encouraging. Like, listen, when the cave approaches, when you see the cave coming, when you know you have to go in, go in. Don't go in alone. Don't go unprepared. If you feel like you are, get the help you need. Right. Make sure that you're not just just trekking out on this thing blindly and going in and not knowing what you're getting yourself into. You may not know what you're getting yourself into, but you don't necessarily have to do that and enter in that in ignorance. You know.
1: Absolutely. I have talked to guys who are in recovery. You know, a lot of guys who identify with um, drug use or drinking, and when they come in and they're facing themselves in, in this cave ordeal. Or experience I, I say well, okay well, you're gonna have to let go of that identity you know well how am I gonna let go of my identity mm. you know like uh, you know uh, smoking pot with right, my friends yeah, right, right you right. know and I'm I, and I say to them well which identity do you really want do you mm. want that boy identity where we're stuck in boyhood or mm. do we want to be seen as a man do we want to feel a co- our confidence yeah. and you know and and validate ourselves that we, we really are men yeah. right so Identity shedding of the identity is is work. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny you mentioned that. My last
0: story, and then we'll jump into uh, Gandalf. I uh, upon getting married, and I say this in, in jest, but I'm serious. Oftentimes, one of the things that I regret doing was selling my motorcycle. Uh, and it wasn't because I was getting married. I sold it because I was moving from California to Georgia. But I regret it often because it, it's such a great sense of freedom for me to be riding my motorcycle. My hair doesn't really blow in the wind. But, you know what I'm saying? Just having that whole experience and just life whizzing by and contemplating and thinking when, you know, for me, when I'm on my motorcycle. And since I've been married, we've gotten into arguments year after year after Not big arguments, but just funny stuff like every year. All right. Winter's up spring's on its way I'm looking on Craigslist I'm trying to figure out when to buy the bike because that's the cheapest time to buy it and every year I'm just disappointed I see people driving bike riding bikes I see everybody having fun with their friends I see all the motorcycle gangs going by and I'm like yo I wish that could be me but I have to shed that identity at some point in time because I'm a family man now I got a baby got a baby on the way I'm married not that you can't be riding motorcycle and have those things but my priority shifts because I can't be out here Running and gunning, you know, and, and yes. in the wind and, and kind of coming and going as I please. And my motorcycle represents that for me or represented that for me. Me coming and going as I please, me being able to do what I wanted to do, pick up and go at a moment's notice and get there fast, you know, uh, and get there back when I felt like it, you know. And so I'm coming to realize as I go through this, this journey that I have to shed that identity. And, and part of that is, is shedding the things that remind me of that because it's not helping me move forward.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And so this is where we enter into the cave and we start to deal with our shadow selves. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to talk about Gandalf um, for a moment. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's let's jump into Gandalf. So we are no longer at the outskirts of the cave. We're no longer looking in, putting a toe in the water. We're knee deep in the cave. It's cave time. Yes. It's 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 time to make this thing happen. So in this scene that we're setting up, Gandalf has brought everybody with him into this cave, and you would think that this would be some kind of transformation for the rest of the guys. Like, oh, let's face your fears. It's dark in here. There's a demon in here. But really, this scene is about Gandalf and his transformation, and him fighting his shadow and confronting the shadow.
1: Yes, absolutely. So let's set this scene up for a second. So we we understand that. This is a dark world, mm-hmm. and you know when we think about the characters of the Lord of the Rings, you have uh, Sauron, who's the Dark Lord, and then you have Saruman, who is the wizard, who was uh, Gandalf's mentor, right. who actually turned to the dark side. Hey, what nice. a, what a big switch between that yeah. and Star Wars, where uh-huh. Yoda was in you know in the world of um, the the good right. force, right, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. opposed to the dark side of the mm-hmm. force. And so this this is really about Gandalf's. Own transformation, and it's important to understand that for Gandalf, he he needed to also have a transformation. He was identified as Gandalf the Grey mm-hmm. because he wore that gray um, cape, right? And it, it, it's important that we understand that for men, we're going to have this transformation. We're going to have this identity change. So this is where shadow work begins, and I just want to set us up with the understanding of that the shadow. Comes from union psychology, and it's an important part of transformation. When we deal with all of the things that were repressed, hurt, uh, neglected, abandoned, all of the wounds that we've had through life, it's important to understand that the shadow holds those wounds and holds those negative parts, and it becomes its own persona. So when we look at Gandalf, which I think is really interesting, is it, the bell rock kind of represents. Gandalf's shadow. Mm, wow, yes. Yeah. And you, you see in the scene where Gandalf is having to fight this uh, Belrock, and I think we're going to listen to some of the audio on that. But before we do, let's just think about this scene so our listeners understand where we're starting. It's it's Aragon, Legolas, and Gimli having an experience with a white light, a very bright light, and then realizing after the light dims down that it's uh, Gandalf, and they're really surprise so we're gonna hear that surprise in Aragon's voice mm-hmm. first thing he talks about is
0: you fail he right. still at the point wait well, wait a minute we saw you die I think right. I thought right. you died you know like, you're, you're,
1: huh? you're supposed to be dead right right, right. yeah
0: okay cool
1: through fire
0: and water on the lowest dungeon to the highest peak I fought him, the battle you
1: Isn't this scene cool? Yeah, I think it's really cool. Yeah, it was. I'm I'm ready to get this conversation. I know. I'm I'm like. (laughs) So this is where the shadow work really begins, and you know, I know that they use the analogy of fighting the the Belrock. So you know, you have Gandalf fighting the Belrock and going through this tremendous battle. You know, uh, in our own understanding of the shadow, it's not necessarily a a fight. Mm -hmm. It's more of an overcoming, Mm -hmm. and it really is it begins with acknowledging that I have this shadow, that I have this part of me that wants to sabotage my life, that wants to hurt me. Um, It comes out whenever I'm not guarded, when I'm not, not really uh, dealing with my issues. Uh, I may hold resentments. I may have anger on the inside. A lot of guys will come in and say, I don't understand why I'm so angry. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, and, and it holds a lot of shame. So the shadow work is important because we're really facing this. It's kind of like Gandalf Mm -hmm. facing the bell rock. Mm -hmm. And it it will seem like a struggle. It'll seem like a struggle because that bell rock um, or our shadow is a part of us. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't want to necessarily come out into the light. It doesn't necessarily want to be dealt with. It's going to Resist, and we're going to resist. That's why we talked about guys coming to the edge of the cave and then turning around because we get often we we often get very fearful of what's in the cave. So the Bell Rock represents in this uh, analogy the parts of Gandalf that he had to struggle with, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a it's an awesome scene. I mean, I really. Uh, get a lot out of this scene just watching it on on on, on the video it's great mm-hmm. and i i
0: thought um too bad you guys can't see it but you should go back and watch the movie but the next scene that we're going to talk about it's it's when gandalf thinks it's over right oh i've defeated him he's falling down he's the balrog is falling into the darkness he turns his back as and he's about to keep walking oh i've i've done this and balrog says no sir it's not quite over, and he hits him with the whip and he grabs him and pulls him off the ledge. So it's almost you know telling us like, hey guys, don't think don't get too far ahead of yourself. you know what I mean if he right. if he'd have stayed looking at the ball rock to make sure that he actually died and fell down in the abyss, he probably would have seen the 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 whip coming. Mm-hmm. Not that he's arrogant, not that he was feeling himself, but the idea was like there was still that contingency of hey, it's not over. You know, and when he grabbed him with that whip, he let him know, all right, we still got some more fighting to do.
1: And that's what self sabotage looks like. Mm -hmm. It's like Mm -hmm. when we think we've done our work and, you know, we've taken care of ourselves, we swept the problem under the rug, so to speak, and we haven't, you know, really, really dealt with it and kept, uh, you know, facing our, our issues. We turn around and we think, hey, I'm done. And then the whip comes out uh-huh. and pulls, you know, our, our feet from underneath yeah. us. So it is a real good example of what self-sabotage looks like. Yeah. So it is. It, it's cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. I I'm, it,
0: it, I had to watch it very, 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 very many times. Yeah. And I still I just got that as we were talking about it. Right. There's crazy. so much in this piece. Yeah. That,
1: you know, I I would encourage guys who um, like this, uh, especially this uh, genre and this movie to go watch it again and just pay attention to the whole the whole scene okay let's give you the next little piece all right until at last i threw down my enemy and smote his ruin upon the mountainside darkness took me
0: and i strayed out of thought and time stars wheeled overhead Every day
1: was as long as a life age of the earth. But it was not the end. I felt life in me again. I've been sent back until my task is done. You know, when I think about the potential Mm -hmm. that we all have within us and the lost potential that we have within us, the shadow is the part of us that's lost and we have to have it reintegrated into us. So it's so important to understand that we have to be aware of our shadow. Th- these are some of the steps of doing our shadow work. And, you know, I'm, it's going to sound easy on, on, on our podcast, but it's, it's yeah, real right. work. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I, I still do my own work and I have men doing work and I've been parts of uh, groups of uh, people who have done work on their shadows and it's really, uh, important to understand it. So there's this um, raising the awareness that I have this shadow. And then it's about going into the shadow and understanding what's there, mm-hmm. looking at those hurts, looking at the past wounds. Do I have anger? Do I have resentments? Am I living a life that is less than what, what my potential is and and really facing it? So we, we create an, an awareness mm-hmm. and then we have to let go of the denial a lot of his shadow is is covered up in denial, so that we don't really face it and we don't deal with it. and And so, um I think that this whole uh, scene where Gandalf is describing it in such beautiful terms, mm-hmm. you know he's descending into um, darkness, uh, we're they're already in Mordor, and they're you know in, in a in a mining mines, and then they're going even deeper. Mm-hmm. So the shadow is in in the deepest parts of ourselves Hmm. and uh, the overcoming of the shadow is through acceptance. Hmm. Uh, That's another stage is, okay, "Okay, I got to accept that I have these wounded parts of myself and I've got to actually do this work. Hmm. And so once we start to accept that we have uh, these wounded parts of ourselves, we can then go to the next stage of healing. Hmm. And, you know, so this whole scene with Gandalf is about overcoming those parts of himself because ultimately he dies in this scene right right yeah yeah you know yeah and i think it's key that we understand that there's the death of the old identity Mm -hmm. it's i gotta leave the shire and i've got to do this journey and um i've got to get my mentors and i gotta get my allies and and i'm gonna go through the test and i'm gonna go through this deep dark cave for a reason okay i was gonna ask too like
0: do you think that there is a part of the denial aspect, right, when we talk about culture, um, especially if if maybe you're relayed, um, relayed, I don't even know what that word I was trying to say. If, if you're uh, born or raised in a religious setting or if you're born in a setting where people are taught to repress certain things, is part of the denial aspect. Um, when you say denial is it not being honest about the things that are really there like say hey you know if you grow up in a context where you're not supposed to give in to certain lusts or certain desires or you're not supposed to feel a certain way about uh certain things and your shadow maybe part of who you are really wants to engage in certain things or do certain things or be a part of certain things is that part of denial are you saying more so denial
1: in terms of uh who you really are like denying who you really are Denial happens on two levels. First of all, we deny that there's an existence of of our shadow parts. So when men don't want to deal with their weakness, for example, uh, they don't want to admit that they have any flaws or weakness. So I'm going to be perfect. I'm going to show other people that I'm strong. And we get into denying our feelings and denying all the hurts, all the shame. So it goes into the deepest, deepest parts of our psyche, and that's where they where they attach to the shadow. So that's the first part of existence um, um, or denial. Uh, the second part is the actual impulses themselves. So thinking about our dark thoughts and our our urges and our feelings, like we we're talking about loss, for example. You know, Freud. Uh, I'm going to mention Freud for a second. He he really talked about taking those impulses and and sublimating he Mm. he used the word sublimate which really is you know uh let's say i have these dark urges but i become an artist Mm, and i make them socially acceptable by working with my shadow and you know really getting in touch uh i would imagine blues singers oh yeah yeah okay jazz and blues (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. getting really in touch with those deep deep dark places you know we think of rap music mm-hmm. right we think of all these great artists well where do they pull that stuff from right. if they're not dealing with their shadows now I, I know i don't think they're all getting therapy and saying wow i got <laughs> I, I can do this you know right, now right. let me use my shadow for these songs yeah. however when you listen to their music you can hear the hurt you can hear the pain and if they're not aware of it in the sense of the shadow, they are still aware of it in the sense of maybe their music. So that's what sublimation does. So when we deal with our shadows, it doesn't mean that we're going to uh, be lost in the on the dark side of the force here. But in actuality, we're we're really talking about transformation. So Gandalf goes from Gandalf the Grey to Gandalf the White. He has this. Rock experience where he's fighting these um, deep deep fears and hurts and pains that Gandalf has Mm. and eventually um, he has to die and he has this awesome experience I think we're going to
0: yeah we'll play the last little piece now
1: yes Gandalf Gandalf yes
0: that was what they used to call me Gandalf the Grey.
1: That was my name. Gandalf. I am Gandalf the White. And I come back to you now at the turn of the tide. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I love this scene. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is the whole transformation part. He recognizes... His friends are recognizing him and saying, you're Gandalf. But he says, well, I'm no longer Gandalf the gray. That's the old me. Mm-hmm. That's who I used to be. Mm-hmm. I'm now Gandalf the white. Mm-hmm. And he comes back. He says, I'm coming back now. And this is where he comes back in full potential. And he's, he's you know, for, for our sake, when we talk about men being authentic, mm-hmm. he's... Uh, He's in his fullness. He's Mm. in the light, right? Yeah, with total awareness. So, does shadow work go away forever? No, we we continue to work with our shadows. But is there an enlightenment? There's there a waking up? Is the light? Does the light turn on? Yes, and we keep the light on, and we say, okay, I'm aware of my. My issues. I'm aware of my pain. I'm aware of my fears. I'm aware of my shame, and I'm also healing that. And and some of the process of healing that I go through with men. And I and you know I, I wonder what um, work you're doing as far as like it would be good to kind of chime in here. Mm-hmm. But I, I really get men to do some self forgiveness mm. and work on self compassion. Mm, yep. You know these are two powerful things that a lot of men don't realize that they they may be into forgiving others but are they into forgiving themselves mm-hmm. I'll even ask a man are you going when are you going to begin to forgive yourself mm-hmm. and they'll look at me like oh I never really thought of that mm-hmm. you yeah. know but it is a, a real thing forgiveness is powerful and forgiving ourselves is even more powerful mm-hmm. it it's not to say um, I uh, I'm not taking responsibility. Mm. It comes with responsibility. It mm. says, "Okay, I'm I'm taking responsibility for my actions in the past. I I'm no longer wanting to live this way. I'm going to deal with those things that in my shadow that hurt me, that caused me to behave in those ways that now I'm being responsible for. And I'm living in a in light in enlightenment where my eyes are open. I'm paying attention to who I am." And I'm going to live forward in a healthy way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, for me, the the guys that I work with is one of the things that I I've had to do. Just it just so happens the guys that I've worked with kind of mostly have fallen in this this aspect is first recognizing that there are things about yourself that you may not like. Right. That one you have to find out. All right. Is this a family of origin thing? Is this because of DNA, you know, is it, I'm just am I just wired like my mom and wired like my dad or are these things that I have kind of brought upon myself based on the thing, the decisions I've made, the choices I've made, how I live my life. Um, and once they've worked through the clarity thereof, they're able to see, OK, now which direction do I want to go in now? Because it's easy just to repeat what you're, you know, the influences, right? Right. I saw my dad do this. I saw my uncle do this. My family's always done this. We've always been this way. So this is what I'm going to continue to do, right? And then not take responsibility because it's, oh, I'm just, just following the leader. You know, I'm just doing what I've been taught to do. And then it's another aspect to say, like, well, despite all of that stuff that's happened, I still made these decisions. Like, I have to confront the fact that this is what I chose to do given what I was given. Right. And you and you remove. For me, I've worked through removing the excuses to actually see what what things are. You know, you've done this, you've done that, regardless of how it came to you. Now, let's let's proceed and move forward and working through um, the, the bigger issues.
1: Right. It, it really speaks to owning our shadow mm-hmm. and saying, OK, yes, this is a part of me and a lot of times we may have to forgive others. Um, We may have to go through some level of forgiveness with our parents and, and, and we can do shadow work without having to confront anyone in our lives. We can, we really own it now. It's our wound. It's not anyone else's wound. Now we have to really uh, work on it. So I agree. That's what really shadow work does. And once we begin to heal, we actually like Gandalf, uh, we come into this new power. Um, Mm -hmm. It's an, it's an enlightenment power. It's, really understanding ourselves but also the more compassion i have for myself and the more forgiveness i have for myself the more i'm able mm-hmm. to uh, have compassion for other uh, people yeah. right
0: and i and i like the idea not to cut you off but i got excited um that's the idea right. that um oftentimes the guys that i speak with it's like they get caught up in trying to hold on to that old thing right gandalf didn't say oh yeah i am Gandalf the great and just throw away that whole transformation he was like yeah that's cool I don't, he didn't really even acknowledge it like in terms of, oh, let me think about what that was or what I used to be. He's like, no, I'm Gandalf the White now. Right. And now we're moving forward. And the the goal, guys, when you're working through these shadow issues, when you're coming out of the cave, it's, it's not to be like, oh, let me latch on back to what I left back there. Now, once you leave that stuff there, leave that stuff there. Move forward in your new identity and who you're becoming and where you want to go and not get stuck in that old thinking, those old habits, the old way of being.
1: So, you know, that makes great sense. And often guys will say, "Well, what's this going to look like?" And I like to use the acronym C.A.V.E. Mm-hmm. to describe some of the he, the process of healing and 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 the outcome of healing. So you know, now I become I have compassion towards myself and others. So I become compassionate, mm-hmm. and then so that's the C. And then the A is um, acceptance. I, I learn to accept my myself. Uh, I don't have to be perfect for anyone. Mm -hmm. I don't have to do live life for others. I live life for myself, but in doing so I live my potential. And which means that I, I actually then have more love for people. And because it's out of the overflow, Mm -hmm. it's not into people pleasing. Mm -hmm. It's really self acceptance. And then I can accept others for who they are and love them for who they are. Right. Right. And then validation. I go around and I validate myself. I don't need everyone else's validation. and, And I learned to validate myself and believe in myself and have confidence. It's not arrogance, it's confidence. Mm-hmm. And then eventually um E for uh empathy and it's really understanding that you know uh I can I can understand others pain because I've been through pain mm-hmm. and I've dealt with my pain and I can you know be in in their shoes and try to understand where they're coming from. Mm-hmm so it it really describes us as mature men, and mm-hmm. I always like to say that I'm a caveman but <laughs> but in that that sense mm-hmm. no, I
0: like that, and I think that's the perfect piggyback on that whole situation it's like you know this is if you have nothing else to turn to which you shouldn't you should have more but if you're coming out of that cave experience if you're coming out of dealing with the shadow this caveman mentality is something that you should have latched onto or should be latching onto and if you have not that might be indicative of more work needing to be done right maybe you're not ready just yet
1: right so uh, you know this is a great um analogy i think it's important to use this uh for guys uh, you know i'd encourage you to go back and watch the video mm-hmm. yeah I, I do i
0: would concur <laughs> yeah
1: all right cool well listen we
0: have thoroughly thoroughly did we thoroughly do it yes i think we did it all very right. well we kind of uh made sure that we dusted off the cobwebs that we had we've been gone for a couple weeks um probably my fault but that's neither here nor there uh but we dove into approaching the cave of darkness and despair uh, confronting our shadow we talked about Gandalf and his transition from Gandalf to Grey to Gandalf to White. We didn't really get into Luke Skywalker a lot. We were going to talk about him, but he didn't really complete his journey when he when he went into the cave. He did some training, kind of came out premature. That's what we don't want you guys to do. Right, right, and that, absolutely. Right, and that kind of mentioned, that leads into the conversation about being a caveman. I don't think Luke was quite a caveman when he left out of there, and Yoda was a little disappointed. And Yoda <laughs> was like, you know, there's somebody else. We can, If <laughs> this doesn't work out with this guy, we <laughs> right. got somebody else. We got a else. plan B. We got a plan B, right? <laughs> and so... Uh, It's good to have a plan B, but we don't want you guys to always have to rely on a plan B. Um, therapy is a great tool to kind of work through your stuff Yes, it is. therapy is an excellent tool to engage upon the hero's journey to approach your cave to deal with the darkness and despair to to confront your shadow and deal with the things that may come from being in this phase of life the despair, the depression, the anxiety the anger, the substance abuse all of those things Um, we don't want you to be stuck in that place we want you to move past that we want you to see your
1: cave see the issues confront those things head on and be healed from that stuff Absolutely. So, if you're, you know, not in Atlanta, or, you know, far away from us, it's a good idea. Maybe you can uh, consult with PsychologyToday.com mm-hmm. and find a therapist in your area. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're in in Atlanta and you hear this show and you really relate to a lot of what we talked about, certainly come in and see us.
0: Yeah, we definitely we love to see you here. All our contact information will be in the bumper. Is that is that the right word? I told you I get into this. This radio mode. I don't know if that's the right word. But after we finish talking and say goodbye, (laughs) there'll be some information, some contact information on how to reach us. Absolutely. Um, And please stay tuned. We want your feedback. We want to know more about what's going on. Make comments on the SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We have the website of mythsandmen.com. we love to hear from you. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for tuning in. This has been of Myths and Men. Thank you for listening to a Myths and Men podcast. If you or someone you know may be in need of therapeutic or counseling services or even life coaching, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Our contact phone number is 770-674-0553. You can also reach us via email at contact at of That's contact at O-F-M-Y-T-H-S-A-N-D-M-E-N.com. Our web address is ofMifsandmen.com, And again, that's spelled o f m y t h s. A-N-D-M-E-N dot com. Thank you for listening.